Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of of people and events, as my brain goes a million different directions. Um, welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about being overwhelmed. I mean, we are, if if you're in the wedding industry here in South Florida, we're about to go into season and talk about a really crazy busy season that hap- is happening right now. And so it's really difficult to figure out how to build your business while making sure that you're taking care of the the clients that you have while doing all the other things. So our guest today is Carissa Cruz. She is a ma- an industry maven and a marketing and conversation strat- uh, com- conversion strategist. I'm getting that all wrong. But before I bring her on, let me bring on Marcy Gutenberg with An Affair to Remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. So you know what's happening right now? is that I'm actually thinking about all the other things that I have to do today, and it is messing up my brain. <laughs> I can actually see the wheels turning in your brain. In your oh, head. my God, because I was like <laughs> literally working on emails, and I went, oh, my God, we got to do the podcast. We got you know, and, and I was like, how perfect. How absolutely And you've been perfect. going at this, I think, now for the last few weeks, like nonstop. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a little crazy, but I'm so so that's why I'm really excited that we've got uh, this particular guest on. Carissa Cruz is amazing, and you are a big believer in hers. Absolutely, I mean, you can't hands down one of the best people in the industry to know for learning about marketing and you know getting those tools that you need to run your business effectively. Yeah, yeah. So let's bring her on, Carissa Cruz. Welcome to to Behind the Veil. Hello, welcome. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys. Oh my God, we're excited for you too. Because like I said, I was literally, as as we were doing the intro, my brain started going, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I got to do this, 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 and this. You know, so your your job is really to do what for planners? Let's start there. Yeah, so my background is marketing and sales. I started my own wedding business um, about 10 plus years ago. And what happened was, is I realized that other wedding pros were having difficulty with the marketing sales piece, right? Because they get it, you get it, usually get into doing what you do because you love it, not because you want to do marketing and sales. So (laughs) that is, that is what's happened. And as I was building my wedding business, I realized there were certain things that were working, weren't working because, because our industry is, um, so awesome. I absolutely love our industry, but it's very unique and it takes certain things from a marketing and sales standpoint that don't work in other industries or maybe, you know, we're just unique in that way, which is great. And so, but what happened and then what's happened with the marketing and sales arena is it's changed, you know, from years ago when I was in college, like everything I learned is like out the window, right? Oh, a hundred percent. So maybe some foundational stuff, but right. for, you know, but everything has changed and it's just become so much noise. It's, I usually just use the word noise because it's yes. so much <sighs> and lot. you just, you get pulled in this direction, this direction. You just don't even know what to do or where to go. And like you said, right. you know, earlier, you're like doing this and then this and then that. And so, um, and then we have our amazing weddings to plan and yes. do those, you know, and perform those amazing services. And we want to make sure we put all of, um, our, our good energy into that because those are our reviews are, you know, how we're going to get new business and all that kind of stuff. And so that's really um, what I've really tried to do is I'm a strategy girl from the marketing and sales, sales standpoint. And so I really right. try to help you break down, do what you need to do to accomplish your goals while you still are able to maintain that life you want to live and that, you know, 
take back your time and have some of that freedom that because you know so you're not uh, working all the time. Yeah. So that's really I'm just what saying, I'm trying what to do. life. Okay, what <laughs> life? Let's just start there. What life? No, I mean, you know, but but that, that is a thing. It's like, you know, we're we're people pleasers. I mean, the reason that we got into this business is because we love the 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 industry of love. And so we want to make people happy. And so and that's different for every single couple. Like I've got one couple that absolutely has to have in-person meetings for every single meeting, every photographer, a, a cake, I mean, name it has to be in person. And I try to explain to them that, look, look, that's three hours of my time versus an hour. So I don't mind doing a couple of in-person, but for efficiency's sake, we should be doing these on Zoom because not everybody is going to be able to meet us at the time that you're available. Yep. And that's a hard like line to put down mm-hmm. and, and for clients because then they go, then they got that look like, well, wait, well, what are we paying you for? I'm like, well, you're paying me for my expertise in this world. And I'm telling you, you don't need to be doing a million in-person meetings. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's kind of helping shift our clients, you know, into what makes the most sense for time too, because they, you know, so yeah, that's, <laughs> actually say that, that's a lot of what I help with, is, you know, taking back your time and here's what you, you know, here's how, how to manage that time and here's what you need to do to achieve your goals. So I know that's my thing. So what are most event planners or planners dealing with at this point? So it's really the, there, there's really four main pieces. There's really four main areas that a lot of wedding uh, planners are dealing with. It's the first one is I raised my prices yeah, and no one is booking <laughs> that then I'm not charging enough and headed yep. for burnout. Been there. And I'm struggling to get new inquiries on a consistent basis. Been there. And then I have no more hours to give for growing my business. So those oh are- my God. I'm going to get, can I just sign up for all four? <laughs> all four. And usually, you know, no matter how seasoned you are, you're, yeah. you're probably experiencing one of those because as you oh, grow yeah. your business, you hit a different phase, a different level. And then you have that, you know, and then you hit that next, you know, growth stage. And so no matter where you're at, it's usually one of those four. Yeah. And what one of the main things that I teach and share a lot on is marketing funnels and automation. Right. And that is really where, and marketing funnels and automation can help with all four of those things um, in different forms. Right. Um, And that's where you can really kind of take back some of your time. If we can get some of those, um, there's certain, certain elements into each one of those, but we can really then take and, implement the specific marketing funnel or automation you need to help you get to where you want to go with whatever you're struggling with. So when, what do you say to people? So when I hear automation, I hear cold, right? I I hear robotic responses, which Mm -hmm. is something that I've tried desperately not to do. And since I started, so how, how is that different than what I'm perceiving? Yep. So there's really, I, with the word automation, I really like to put it into two buckets. You have kind of your backend automations where your clients and leads maybe don't know they exist. So you have that automations. So there's things that, um, that you might be doing manually that can save you time by automating those. So that's kind of one bucket. So think of, so what I like to do is, is make a list of maybe things that you do on a consistent basis 
either bitch, for bitch and complain. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that one I don't think you can automate. But, <laughs> but can you we automate make, that? Anyway. Yeah, right. Uh, and then you so you can make that list and kind right. of and then you can try to see what on there could you possibly automate to take off your, you know, to take off your plate. So you're not having to constantly touch that. So something that you're doing yeah. all the time. And those are usually things that again that are behind scenes. Maybe when you book somebody, there's a process you do. You add them to your calendar, you do whatever it is. How can you automate some of that? And so that's kind of that, that's one part of the automation. The other part is where we can automate that's client facing. So there are right. it's, so it's things that they might get, but there's ways that we can do that so that it's not cold. So there's two, hmm. two other things I want you to think about when you think of automations. Yeah. The couples that we work with now, now, so I, here's one thing I always say is as wedding, uh, planners, wedding pros, we get older, our clients get younger, right? Yes. So that's always something to keep in mind. Keep that in mind. We get older, they get younger. We have to adapt to how they want things. And they oh are God. So they true. are immediate on-demand people. And they are used to automations. They are used to um, getting Chat that box. immediate. Yeah, they're used <laughs> to that immediate information. Even if, and they probably know that it's an on, they, you know, that it's, it, you're not sitting there at the computer answering like, the second later, right? Right. But they're okay with that because they, that's how they grew up. That's what they want. And so if they don't get that back, they actually feel that disconnect because they're not getting what they're not getting that um, on-demand immediate, you know, um, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah. but we can make, we can craft our messaging and then it comes down to your messaging. So we can craft right. our messaging so that it's not cold and that it's, you know, maybe fun or whatever you can put in your branding in there so that it folds into, you know, into how you want to be show up and be seen. Right. You don't have to, you know, do fake like and make it pretend like it's you. Like you don't have to do any of that. They, they're smart enough. They know, and they just want to know that you are, up with the times in a sense, and that you've got things in place and they, and, and if you have automations in place, they actually, I think it builds in more of that connection because mm. you've actually got, they feel like you, you're just up with the times maybe is the best way to put it. Well, so, so you know, when I hear that though, I also, there's also a little part of me and I'm old school, right? So I'm, I'm an older planner. I'm not a younger planner. So when you say I get older, they get younger. Believe me, it's like, <laughs> I understand that difference. Um, but you know, when I, when I hear that, sometimes I, my worry is, is that, you know, if it's auto, so automated, why am I here? Can't I just write a program and then like here, do it on your own. Just type in what you need and I, it'll be an automatic response. I mean, why do people hire me for, for my ability to do this if, if it's automated? Yep. So there's certain things like within my business too, there's certain things that I still do manually. So you're still going to have, you're not going to automate everything. Right. You're right. only going to pick out those certain things. So um, when I have like a lead comes in through my website, I actually don't have that response automated. I follow up personally with them um, because I want, I so within my business, yeah, I'm very like hands-on. I want it to still be um, boutique-ish. I want it to have that feel, build that connection. So now you're going to have some people out there that say like, oh, automate that, send them the brochure, do this and that. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily, I've tested that yeah. method. I didn't like it. It didn't feel good to me. So I, um, and I felt like my conversions went down with that. So I decided to go back to the roots of, you know, and I usually try to follow up within the hour that they 
you know, respond, but that, right. that it comes in because I'm usually on top of my email in that sense um, for the leads. And so I'll try to respond pretty quickly. Um, so that I don't automate. But if I'm working on getting my leads, like working to get new leads in, and if I have one of the strategies is that I teach is a lead magnet and, you know, having something that's going to get more leads in the door. So they're more of a colder lead. They would then go into an automation um, because they didn't actually, they're not considered a warm lead. They're not like, they're, they, they're kind of testing the water to see if I'm a good fit. So that's where an automation uh, can come into play. So I kind of, I actually divide my funnels up into cold, warm, hot. Um, and so your cold funnel is going to be like that lead magnet where you're trying to get more leads in the door, get more um that way. And then your warm is going to um, be like your bookings funnel. And so once I have, so a lead comes in through my website, I follow up manual or I follow up manually with them right. first. And then they go into my bookings funnel, which then sends them a series of emails, like six to 10 emails um, is usually what I say. And they're just going to, it's a, my nurturing sequence. So it's going to share information about me and my company. It's going to share like how we're different. It, it just builds that rapport and, and nurtures kind of on the back end. So if I didn't connect with them yet, they're going to start getting those emails from me, but they're different emails than what I would maybe send, you know, and follow up manually. So it's kind of that double um, touch process. Yeah. But you've got the automation side. So if I do get busy or I get sick or something like that, I still have that running in the background. So it's doing that heavy lifting for me and filling in some gaps here and there. So that's really where I like funnels and automation is just to su supplement and to fill in the gaps of where you need, but yeah. not take over and automate everything. Because then then you're just you're losing that whole personal touch um, and the clients that we're working with want still, you know, we're not just trying to churn, you know, we're not trying to book a thousand weddings a year and churn out, you know, like we're trying to find those ideal clients and those, you know, and build that. And so that's where that kind of comes in. That Marcy? old school turn and burn, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really not what we're trying to do. So no, you know, it's funny, but like I just today, this is a perfect example. I, I do the same thing as you, Carissa. I have, when I have a lead that comes in on my, on my website, I want to personally touch base with them directly as opposed to having it go through anything else. Um, and in that way, it does have a more personalized tone to it. But when I do like something like some of my templates, when I, and when I say templates, I have certain things such as like a thank you note or something like that. There are certain phrases that I want to make sure to include, but I really do want to make it more personal because every couple is different. Every client yeah. is different and you need, I, I feel like I need to have that personal tone with them still. So, you know, today I did a bunch today that they were all different from one another because they're all at different phases in their whole process than one another. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, it, it does have, you know, there are automations, but they are personalized. Um, and I think that that's kind of where you're talking about like the hot leads, right? I mean, the warm leads. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you get? Well, so I understand the idea of automation and I, and I, I, I can see why it would make sense for me to have that in place. My actual secondary concern then is like, does it remind you that you sent out this email? Like, is there something that comes back to you and says, um, you know, uh, Diaz burner wedding. Thank you. Note sent, you know, or something you like that. Just. 
that just kind of reminds you where they are in the process? Yeah, you can definitely set up within your automations where it'll send you a note that says, hey, here's here's what happened. So if you're wanting to kind of stay a little more hands-on, um, because that's the other thing when I got into automations and started this as well, I'm kind of a, I'm a person that likes to be in control and know what's going on. And so when I started time, them, yes. yep, so when I started them as well, it was a little uncomfortable for me because I was like, well, what's going on? Like, did they get the right email or they getting the, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so um, there are ways that we can set up kind of some triggers that will notify you as well. So we can do that too. Yeah. And then as you get more comfortable with it, you can be like, okay, I don't need to know this anymore. Like, you know, cause then you can, uh, do you you think automation helps people, helps planners actually increase their volume and their price point at the same time? Because we did talk a little bit about, um, you know, funnels and getting those inquiries in and being able to raise your prices and still get, you know, the business signing contracts. And that's, that to me is always a hard part for somebody that's new coming into the business is that they always start kind of low because they want to get that business and they want to get their name out there. And then they start raising their price and then they go, Oh my God, wait, nobody's booking. Nobody's booking. It's like, well, they will. You just have to trust sometimes in the system. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I've noticed um, when you implement funnels or, or automations into your business, it makes you show up more professional. It makes you show up quicker. It'll make it'll it'll nurture and just build more of that connection um, yeah. over other over your competition. So what right. happens is a lot of people aren't doing these things, and so when you're showing up differently, it stand you stand out. Um, and they go, wow, like they, and then they also go, and as a planner, you have to do so many things, right? We have to, we have to plan so many details, keep track of so much stuff that if you have your, your, uh, booking process on point and it's easy for them, I'm all about making it as easy as possible for your couples to book you. Yeah. If you make it easy, they're going to think it's going to be easy for you to plan their wedding. If you, so how you show up to them in the, the, that very first like communication and then those, those next few ongoing ones is that feeling of how it's going to be to work with you. So think on that. That's a little deep. So if you take maybe 15 minutes, a half an hour of your time and just kind of think through that, like if I was a, somebody coming into my business, how do, how does, how do they feel? How do they show up? Yeah. Do I make it easy for them? If, because that's how they're going to feel when it's, you know, for you to plan their wedding too. That makes Um, total sense because a lot of times I get the business because I was the only person that answered the call or I was the only person that replied to the email. And I'm always surprised by that because I'm like, well, so, you know, first, how did you find me? And then the second, it's like, you know, what, what drew you to me? And they're like, well, because you answered the call, you actually answered your phone or you actually emailed us back. And I'm like, doesn't everybody? And they're like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It is. It is. Yeah. And so that's where they want to build that rapport and that trust with you. And if you can build that right away, you're going to move to the top of the list. And that's what those um, automations and, you know, all of that does. And that's exactly what happens a lot of times is, is they reach out and we talk about and, and complain about getting ghosted. But a lot of times the wedding planners pros are ghosting the leads. And so we're not considered. Yeah. And so that's where, um, and we get busy. I get it. Like we're, 
we, you know, we got to do timelines, we got to do this, we got to play, you know, and so that's where the automations can help because they can, you can be nurturing those leads on the back end through your bookings funnel is what I call it. Um, and because we're trying to get them to book and they, and you know, you're, you're like within there, they can book a call with you easily. They can, we can set all of that up, but you're yeah. still, then you can manually follow up here and there. So you have that capacity to do that because if you're not doing all of these miscellaneous kind of tasks on the side that are drawing that energy, you can really put that energy towards where it matters and making those connections and that personal, you know, those that personal totally manual follow-ups. And then, you, you know, Oh, wait, wait, say again. Sorry. And, and no, what? go ahead. You're good. Oh, because I was th- I was thinking, you know, obviously when we get really, really busy is the time that our delayed response happens when talking to new clients. And then, of course, then mm-hmm. we get slow. And so what happens when we get slow? We get quicker at responding to people and more f- focused in and then our business goes back up. And so we end up in this wave pattern. <laughs> constantly like going up and down up and down i mean mm-hmm. i was just talking to like recently Mar- and marcy knows i mean i got very close to closing my business so close to to closing my business because i had this really crazy busy season after covid as many mm-hmm. planners out there did and yeah. it was so busy that I was like, I cannot take on another person. I just cannot take on another person. Well, that that kicked me in the ass. Let me just tell you. Cause, yeah, cause exactly. then, you know, six months after that. Yeah, careful what you wish for. Because six months later, because I wasn't able to respond to people or I didn't have any type of automations in place that helped me respond to people, yeah. I was finding myself going, holy, oh, crap. Uh, wait, where'd all the business go? And, mm-hmm. You know, business yeah. was there. I just didn't respond to it. In a, in yeah. a timely manner. You know, I was so focused on making sure my current clients were taken care of that yeah. I didn't take care of my future clients. And they're, they're the same. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And that's really where that can, um, where the funnels and automation can really help. And, and, and look at it as almost like your assistant. So yeah. if you want to, if, if you, that's kind of just another way to envision it. It's almost like your, your mini assistant over here that's just doing some of this work for you. Um, but, you know, you're just telling it what to do and when to do it. Love that. And then when, when you, sorry, go ahead, Marcy. You first. Yeah, I was just going to say, and like being more efficient, it also, it helps your bottom line because you're spending less time and you're becoming more profitable because you're spending that less time on something that could have been like part, at least partially, um, you know, partially planned out. <laughs> I was just thinking, how many times have we have have you divided the number of hours that you worked by the number how much oh. money you made? And you went, I just made twenty five cents an hour. Excellent. <laughs> it's like, exactly. It's like, oh yay! I'm so glad I'm in this business. What? Anyway. <laughs> so I mean, I totally, I totally get that. Now I, I wanted to go back to the the six to you said six emails or six to seven emails. Mm-hmm. That to me seems like a lot of emails to be automated back and forth. What what are those emails that you're sending out, those six or seven emails? Yep. So those emails are going to be, so once a lead comes into your business, mm-hmm. um, you're manually going to follow up like you usually do. And then you can add them to this funnel that is a series of emails that shares more about behind the scenes about you and your business, why you do what you do. It's kind of some information you don't, you might have a little bit on your website, but maybe not a ton. It's going to share just, you know, um, just some backstory, maybe share a story about a wedding, share like how, 
you're going to kind of brag about yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is hard for a lot of planners actually it, to, to yes. brag about themselves. Yeah. Yes. And so you're going to kind of, you're set up a series of emails that kind of share your story. And so it's building that uh, connection deeper. And yeah. what's great about these emails is it's not usually stuff you're going to say when you meet with them, because again, you're not going to sit there and brag about yourself. It's right. not um, something you're probably going to email otherwise. So it's kind of just nurturing and building that and giving and just uh, giving them a little more information about you that, um, that you just wouldn't normally give them. And so you're just kind of going that extra deeper level. So yeah. those, those will just kind of, um, usually I like to have those around those six emails go out about over 30 days. Um, and so it's not like one right after another. So that's also like, so they just kind of drip out. And so, right. and that might be a little shorter for depending on your business. Uh, just, it really kind of depends on how, how fast somebody books you. So mm. you could kind of test that out. Sometimes it's two weeks over two weeks, over 30 days, somewhere in there is usually seems to be the best, um, Bit, but I've noticed right. it's taking longer for people to book as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, which I've yeah, noticed sure. you guys have seen that too. Yeah. So it's taking yeah. longer for people to book. And so that's also where we don't want to annoy them. Like, so, um, you know, they, they reached out to me. Like, so if I get a lead, they reached out and I'm like, okay, cool. I follow up right away. And then they may get back and then something happens and then you know so you don't want to feel like you're constantly like hey you ready to chat yet hey you ready to chat yet want to chat now like so you know on the back end you're sending these emails over that whatever that period of time so you know you're not ghosting them so you know there's you're still you know you're still kind of checking in and then you might check in you know in a couple weeks if you haven't heard yes so you could it fills in kind of that gap process for you so you're not feeling like you're bugging them yeah, but so it doesn't come across as spam. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's more like I'm here, but I'm not like in your face here. Yes. And yes. is it better for somebody else to write those braggy emails than yourself? So yes and no. I actually have um, templates that you can use that helps you with the wording so that you can um, fill in, you know, fill in those gaps and whatever. So I give you the templates on how to um, fill those in. Right. Uh, because that's it, it is hard and it's even hard for myself to like say, Hey, you're so great. Right. We are, you know, like, yeah, exactly. I'm so amazing. Oh my yeah. god, Look yeah. At me. But there is, you know? there is kind of a flow to it where like one email is a little bit more about testimonials, one's a little more, you know, so we kind of have a, a flow of how those go. But yeah, right. you can definitely write them yourself, and I've got templates that can help with that. That's a is anybody here in that other little? I did okay. I was like, what's that? I was like, it sounds like a dog wagging its tail. <laughs> I was like, I was like looking down. I'm like, oh, is my dog near me? Oh, oh. and she is. Maybe that was me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> my dog just like went, what you talking about? Okay. It's me. It's me. <laughs> the, the joys of working at home. Oh, my God. So I, that's the other thing is that, you know, because I'm a small business and I love the fact that you mentioned boutique earlier in, in your conversation, because I feel like most people are trying to be boutique, right? I mean, that's, yeah. I, I don't want a big business where I have multiple planners underneath me. I want to be the person that's directly involved. And yeah. so I feel like some of this automation helps 
in in that that communication process because there are things that we say to every single client and even though it feels repetitive to us it's the first time that they're hearing it so maybe yeah. if we can figure out how to automate that 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 simplifies that whole process mm-hmm. yep you got it yeah so certain things like that that you feel like you're saying all the time a lot those are the types of things that i love to automate because then it gives you the capacity and the juice to mm. use that on something else, right? That instead right. of using that energy to say the same thing over again, like, you know, like, yeah. but so yeah, if you can automate any of that stuff and you, maybe that's an email you use that goes, you know, from that standpoint, you can use that type of email, like in your nurture sequence, you know, if there's something along those lines too. So uh, each sequence is a little different depending on you, your brand, all of that, but oh, there's kind of some elements that we can incorporate in. Well, and I and I know we mentioned this. I mentioned this before we went on on live. But you know, whenever we have these amazing conversations with people that have really amazing ideas, I always get a little overwhelmed by the whole entire process of the idea of you know moving it to a more efficient way of doing business. What are like one or two really simple steps that somebody can do today to help move them in that direction? Not saying go completely into, you know, the, the sales funnel and the, and this, what are like something that I could do right now that goes, okay, one more, one less thing than I have to do every day. Yep. I would say if you can make that list of anything that you do repetitively for your, uh, current clients and then for your leads. So you Mm -hmm. can actually do kind of two different lists. And then you could start by kind of taking off some of those, some of those tasks, because that'll kind of get you started with the automations and kind of get you a little bit more like, okay, how does this work? How is this going to save me time before you kind of put it in front of your, your, your clients direct, you know, before you start going down that path, because I get, it's kind of scary. You don't want to mess anything up because a lead that comes in is very important because there's money on the table, right? So we don't want to mess it up. So sometimes we think if we start automating stuff, we're going to mess that up. So if we can start with, you know, those back end things, some of that stuff, that is um, where I would really start if you wanted to kind of, you know, figure out something that, that you wanted to um, kind of start kicking off your list. Because first you got to know what you actually do before you Mm -hmm. can actually start thinking about the things that can supplement that. Because I mean, I I don't think I've ever written down all the steps that I've gone through with a client. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just do it and I don't, it's kind of like somebody saying, oh, what's the address of that, that restaurant? And you're like, oh, if you take a left and then a right and you see the McDonald's, yeah. it's next to it. You know, it's kind of yeah. that same process. It's like, you just do it because mm-hmm. you're automated in, in internally, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I mean, but I, I guess taking some time and just sitting down and saying, okay, when I get a new client, what do I typically do? Mm-hmm. What do I typically say? How do I respond? And then mm-hmm. put that in a more formal situation as an automated email response. Yeah. Cause then you can actually start to kind of see where, what am I doing that I can actually um, automate because it's something that is repetitive or you notice you copy the same thing for something all the time and you put it. And so maybe that's kind of something that maybe can be automated somehow, but really the, software is kind of the other thing I hear people like, okay, well, what do I need to, you know, more software, right? What do I need to do? So really there's only three pieces that you need from to, 
to create your marketing funnels automations. It's your CRM system. Yeah. I don't really care what CRM system you use, just your CRM system. Say that um, again. But what is, tell, explain what CRM is. Oh, yeah. So client resource management. So that a lot of times it might be HoneyBook, it might be Dubsado, it might be um, IO Planner, like whatever your CRM, yeah, whatever your, your system is that you, uh, Rock Paper Coin, that you keep track of your clients, you send proposals. Excel. The, um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> your, your proposals. Yeah. Typewriter. Contracts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that type of thing. So right. then you have that. And then the other thing is, is uh, your website, which you probably have. So you need your website because that yep. we need that. And then the other thing is your email marketing software. So usually uh, the email marketing software might be the one that you might need to add. Um, if you don't have that, because that's where we can really set up some automations, um, and some of that stuff on the back end, like a constant uh, contact type of thing or mm-hmm. something yep. a little bit more specific. Yep. Um, I, I love and recommend active campaign. That's kind of my favorite one. Um, I've never heard of them. What is that one? Active campaign, active campaign. Yep. That's, love that. that's the, and you, and a little tip. Um, if you go, when you go and if you want to sign up, they have like a 14 day trial or, um, but you can, you only need the light version, L-I-T-E. They're going to try to get you like up to the really expensive version. Um, but the light version is, um, more than enough. More. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one I use the light version. So that's all you need. Um, but there's a lot of things you can do with that, but it's also can be as simplistic or as, as robust as you want it to be. Um, so that's, you know how that compares to like, I use constant, uh, constant content. No, I use, uh, convert kit. I know there's mm-hmm. Flowdesk, um, yep. Rainbow light. Are, oh, see, now you're is- speaking French to me because I'm like, what? <laughs> I have never even heard of these other two, uh, things that you talked about. What? How okay. do, <laughs> how do those all compare out? Do you have any thought process on, on the different ones? Yep. So really any email software works like any of those will work. It really comes down to your preference. Right. Um, I just love Active Campaign because I can actually build an automation and share swipe and share my automation with you. So you can automatically just pop it into your account and then it's built and it's just right there for you. Um, so that's one thing that I love about Active Campaign. I also love the one thing when you do emails is I want to, them to come off as just a standard email. I don't want them to come off as salesy. Yes, they're automated, but I don't want to be like, Hey, here's an automated email you're getting. Like I want it to kind of come off more natural, even though they know it's going to be automated. I don't want to like have it. I don't want it like branded in like a newsletter form or anything like that. I just, my emails come off as just an email. Um, and I marched on my email list and stuff like that for, you know, so they just come off as emails. Usually I have an email signature at the bottom. Um, so it makes it simple. It's clean. So that's the other thing is, is you don't want to like, you don't want to muck them up and make them too busy. So, cause you want them to read what you're writing. Too um, many large words, too many large words. <laughs> so yeah, well, sometimes you get so much color going on and so much like the background colors. Right, and, like, right. So we, so just keeping it simple is actually better because that's going to just come off as more of an email in, in your, in your uh, clients, your, you know, in your client or couple's eyes versus, yeah. Hey, here's it. Here's an email newsletter. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God. Uh, Carissa, I mean, it, wow. I mean, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. 30 minutes already went by because now it's like, oh my God, there's so much more to talk about because I, and I do, I want to have you back on because I really want to talk about the the prices, you know, uh, mm-hmm. of raising the prices and, and, and that idea of, oh, if I raise my prices, then all of a sudden I'm not getting any bookings because I feel like that's a whole different world than, than mm-hmm. what we're talking about currently, because yep. we've only talked about automation and about how to become a little bit, just even a little bit more efficient with your current mm-hmm. business. And I think that there's a whole nother world. So I'm hoping that you'll come back on with us. Yeah. Yes, I sure will. Yeah. Anytime. Let me know. I love it. And so if people wanted to get in touch with you and have you help them with becoming more efficient with their business, how do they reach out to you? Yeah, you can reach me on Instagram at Carissa Cruzy Weddings. Um, my website's also carissacruzyweddings.com. Um, so you can definitely reach me at, you know, send me a DM or, um, reach you on any of those that I'd be happy to yeah, chat a little bit more. And by the way, cruises with a K, if you're listening it to is. us, yep. yeah, C-A-R-I-S-S-A-K-R-U-S-E weddings. And that's her Instagram and her Facebook. So in case you wanted to, to reach out on both sides, Krista, you have been a real joy. Thank you so much. I, I, yeah, I love talking about marketing and funnels. I can talk about it all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I'm like, uh, and I'm so glad that there's people like you in this world because it, it makes my life easier because that's not something I'm typically good at. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. so good. And so we're going to have you back on and we're going to talk about the, the whole idea of raising prices and that whole other segment, because I, like I yeah. said, I think that's just super, super important. But thank you again for being on today. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I loved it so much. Oh my God. All right. So we'll be back next Tuesday at two o'clock. Expect Carissa probably, I I think we're booked through like December at this point. So it may be early 2024, but we're definitely going to have her back on. But for now, we're going to say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) 